and I knew how to execute. I just didn't know how to pivot. Okay. And every time I faced some adversity, I would stop mm. because I didn't know how to pivot to the left. I didn't know when to stop for just a second yeah. and then keep going. Like at a red light, you stop for a moment yeah, and keep going. I didn't know when to slow down. I didn't know when to turn right. I didn't know when to turn around. Right. Because I had no mentor. I had no guidance. Right. So I kept failing. Right. And I'm like, man, it's entrepreneurship really for me. And I started to question myself. Welcome back to the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone, and we help aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs excel to the next level by inviting other aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs to the podcast where they can offer gems, knowledge, and information on how to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. This is the 10th episode of the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast. I mean, I have goosebumps right now just talking about it, honestly. <laughs> And I wanted to do something a little different. And actually, well, let me not say that I wanted to do something different. It was something that was proposed to me by a great friend of mine, a best friend of mine, a brotherhood that we have created over the last, I think, 12 years now. Mm -hmm. And he came to me and he's like, man, you should have someone interview you. <laughs> and honestly, I couldn't think of a better way to bring in the 10th episode with a guy that has literally been a ride or die friend for a very long time. I yeah. mean, we started working together, started off as a mentorship. Now we have this this brotherhood. Mm -hmm. Our families have connected. Just a great bond. But I don't want to sit here and rattle. <laughs> just want I'm excited. Tenth episode. So without further ado, I want to introduce the I guess you could say the host for today, <laughs> Hassan Odom. Yes, yes. This guy has done some amazing things in his career um, in the financial services industry, really climbing the ranks, started off entry level mm -hmm. from the beginning, and he's been promoted seven or eight times yeah. in his industry, and I couldn't think of a better person to host this podcast. So without further ado, Hassan Odom. Oh, man. Come on, T. You, man? <laughs> man, you right there. That's an intro. <laughs> Go ahead and take the raise, man. I, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm I'll sorry. I'm in the hot seat now. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, uh, great intro. Um, yes, we, we, we've known each other for a while, man. And I think, come over here. I think um, where we are today is where we needed to be. I really feel like, I mean, we've been through a lot together, whether it be on the personal side and on the professional side. You know, I think everything just came together. Absolutely. Where we are right now. Tyrone, you a little nervous? A little bit, man. Why? You know, it's, it's, it's different. I don't mm -hmm. care what anyone says, but it's different when you're on the other side of the microphone. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, when you're the one asking questions and diving deep and mm -hmm. peeling back the layers. So it's just, you know, you're thinking like, man, I don't want to say the wrong thing. But yeah. then I had to realize that as long as you're genuine yeah. about what you're trying to share with the world, mm -hmm. that... There is no wrong answer. Right. You know, and just follow the natural flow of it. Right. So I know you were like, hey, what <laughs> questions do you want to ask? Yeah. I'm like, man, just go just for it. Just flow. Because yep. the goal is to be very transparent, mm -hmm. be very honest, mm -hmm. and vulnerable as okay. possible without okay. breaking down, of course. No, no, no. I, I, I get it. You know, no tears will be shared today <laughs> right, on camera. Right. <laughs> or just, just edit it. Tears out. Right, we, we, we'll be all right. 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 Well, T, well, I, I'll uh, jump right into it. Uh, let's start with the beginning. Um, give us a, a quick little background about yourself, who you are, where you started, 
what gave you the uh, inspiration and which is, has, has allowed you to lead up to uh, where we are today? Man, I'm going to try my best to sum this up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely okay. a lot and it's a journey. Mm. Well, really, man, I would just talk about just work ethic, okay. right? So I am married. Mm-hmm. My wife and I, we've been together for 16 years and counting. Okay. We have seven children mm-hmm. together, blended family. Mm-hmm. And um, we, you can say we grew up together. Yeah. So there was a lot that we had to learn mm-hmm. about one another. There's a lot that we had to learn in terms of our spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that we had to learn when it came to raising children. So you can say that we grew up together. Yeah. You know, we grew up together and we moved up in our careers together. Okay. So what kind of started me down this path, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. (laughs) And man, I I was a serial entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Like I dibbled and dabbled into (laughs) a thousand things, you know, and a lot of those things, you know, we tried to do Yeah, we did. We did. (laughs) But, you know, when you grow up, so I was born and raised in Saginaw, Michigan, Mm -hmm. loved the city. There was a lot that Saginaw taught me in terms of just pushing through, mm. you know, pushing through adversity, pushing through challenges. And I always told myself, man, I want to be a business owner. I want to, I want to be an entrepreneur, right. but I didn't know any. Yeah. So I had to figure out, figure, figure out the, the way to get there, the path. Yeah. So I tried a couple of things and I felt like I had a great idea, but I didn't know how to properly execute. Right. Well, let me not say execute. I knew how to execute. I just didn't know how to pivot. Okay. And every time I faced some adversity, I would stop because I didn't know how to pivot to the left. I didn't know when to stop for just a second and then keep going. Like at a red light, you stop for a moment and keep going. I didn't know when to slow down. I didn't know when to turn right. I didn't know when to turn around because I had no mentor. I had no guidance. So I kept failing. And I'm like, man, is entrepreneurship really for me? And I started to question myself. And then I realized that entrepreneurship was really for me. I just had to learn that the failures were actually experience on how to give me the experience and the level of knowledge I needed in order to succeed. So lessons. So, yeah, definitely lessons. So I went back and looked at all the failures and said, okay, when, I act, when that happened, I could have done this. Yeah. When that hap- when it, with this business, I could have pushed through and did this. Mm-hmm. With this one, I could have turned left. With this one, I could have turned right. This mm-hmm. one, I could have pushed through. And I took all of those lessons and put them into left. Let's evolve for tomorrow. Okay. Because again, that pivot is what can I do today mm-hmm. to be a better me tomorrow? Right. And just to let you know where left originated, I was um, I was talking with my son. Mm-hmm. He just graduated from high school this year, and we were talking about different names. Yeah. Left. Let's evolve for tomorrow came up, and the fact that I'm a le- I'm left-handed. Yeah. My son's left-handed. My daughter's left-handed. Yeah. We had to think, we're like, okay, you know what? A lot of times people think, oh, you're a lefty, so you, you know, you don't think the correct way. Right, or right. If you're right-handed, you think with the right side <laughs> yeah, of your brain, so you always correct. Mm-hmm. You know, just that whole saying. I'm left-handed, by, by the way. Oh, guys. yeah, that's yep, right. yep, I'm left-handed. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, there about. it is. <laughs> so that's where Let's Evolve for Tomorrow yeah. came from. So when you look at the logo, you notice that the F is backwards, which was yesterday, and the arrow is pointing forward, which means tomorrow. Let's evolve for tomorrow. And since I've always been about entrepreneurship, I can remember having conversations with all my friends Mm -hmm. like, hey, uh, you should start a business. Every time they thought about an idea, I'm like, man, you should start a business. You should do this. You should do that. 
And I didn't want to continue to force it down their throats. So I said, what's a way that I can continue to be myself and talk about entrepreneurship? And I said, you know what? I can surround myself with people who have the same journey or Mm -hmm. similar journey and talk with them about it. And there's no better place to talk about it than to sit here in front of one another on the podcast and share our experience with each other, but also share it with the world. And this whole time, you know, my wife has been supportive. My kids have been supportive. Mm -hmm. And that's where left started, man. Wow, man. What about, uh, I know you talked about not having that mentorship in the beginning. Mm-hmm. What was that, that, that pivot, that, that change? Like, did, did you meet someone? Did you uh, <clears throat> get a, a, a lesson online, like online training? Like, what was that, that mentor, so to speak? What, what, what changed? Good question. So when I started my career, mm-hmm. you know, in financial services, mm-hmm. I had to realize that, like, man, okay, I was promoted six or seven times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did I do that? I started from the bottom. Yeah. No prior education in terms of mm-hmm. a degree. Barely made it through high school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, how do I move up in the ranks with no prior experience right. and no education? Right. So when I made that change, I decided if I can put effort into moving up in my position, mm-hmm. I can put effort into staying consistent with the business. Right. Just like financial services, I had to start from the bottom and move my way up. Right. It's the same thing with Let's Evolve for Tomorrow. I have to start, I have to start from the bottom mm. and work my way up. So whatever that looks like, but I have to do it and be my best self. Because when I was walking in the door of financial services, I knew that I had to be my best self. I yeah. was going in with my slacks and my, my, my button-up yeah. and my tie. And making sure that I was learning from other people because mm-hmm. there was certain language that I didn't know, that I didn't understand, certain yeah. skill sets that I didn't know and that I didn't understand. And I had to just sit back and observe. And once I observed and I learned it and I would practice it, mm-hmm. I had to implement it. So once that hit me like, man, I can do the same thing for myself. I just have to keep trying. I just right. have to keep pushing. I just have to stay consistent until I find my lane. I have to. You know, I had someone, um, a good friend of mine that was on the podcast or, yeah, that was on the podcast last week. Mm-hmm. And he said, you have to follow the zigzags. Mm-hmm. And I followed the zigzags and this is where I am today. Okay. Yeah. So talking about those zigzags, I imagine those are like challenges. Give us like a couple of challenges that you experienced in left in the beginning and sort of right now. Whew. Okay. Uh, so left, man, I've, I've taken so many turns with that because mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about yeah. being a better me and mm-hmm. seeing other people be a better them. Okay. Left started off with as an as an apparel line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You remember, remember that, yeah, I remember. Right? <laughs> and because the thought was create this apparel that will encourage other people. Yeah. And then when I realized, okay. I didn't feel like the apparel was going in the direction that I mm-hmm. wanted it to go in again because I was it was my first time putting myself on yeah. social media like that. Right. I didn't see the likes. I didn't see the comments. Yeah. And I was kind of letting that drive me in the beginning. Now, I didn't want to let go of the passion of left, but mm-hmm. I kept saying, OK, maybe the apparel is not the direction right, that right, right. people want instead of thinking what was the vision yeah. that was given to me by God mm-hmm. to move in a direction. So I started there. And then I pivoted to, 
with the apparel, it was life coaching. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I wanted to talk about my life experience, hoping that those experiences would help other people. Mm-hmm. Then I remember you saying to me, mm-hmm. like, man, you should. Um, he was like, Tyrone, you've done a great job in your career, yep. mentoring people, coaching people. I really think you should go that route. Now, I want to say this first. It was, <laughs> it was a great idea. You're right. Right. There was a lot of it was a lot of great success from it. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a passion, but it wasn't a gift. Yeah. Right. And I did that for a while, but what's I just the, sorry, I don't mean to, to control, but what's the difference between a passion and a gift? For me, the difference is my 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 passion is something that I feel good about okay. and that I've done for a long time. Right? Mm, okay. So I, since I had some success in my career, mm-hmm. helping other people, because yeah. I love helping people, mm-hmm. that was the core of my passion, just helping people. Yeah. It didn't matter what it was in. If it was in your career, if it's helping you move, yep. you know, if it's helping you in your life, right. whatever the case is, if, it, if it's helping you pick up trash, it didn't matter. Right. And I said, okay, so I had to realize that I don't necessarily have to do career coaching because I'm excelling in my career. Mm-hmm. How do I take passion down a journey where it could finally meet my gift? Right. And my gift was entrepreneurship. Okay. It was being able to take an idea and execute it. Mm-hmm. Now, the consistency in the beginning, when I first started years ago, was broken because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to pivot. But it was execution. I had that right. part down. Right. So I said, okay, now I have the passion and the gift. Combine those two two things together, right? And that's how I move forward. Right. Okay. I like that. I like that. Now, another question, and this is going to go in regards to not as far as um, failures or challenges, mm-hmm. but let's talk about some of the advice that you would give people early on when they would come to you needing like that entrepreneurial information you would provide you know hey you do this this and that mm. how that has shifted as of today really as of today if someone was asking for yeah. my advice right, or right. if i was just trying to like put it um, on, force them into it give me an example of how you would you were forcing someone <laughs> <laughs> into you know taking an idea that that they had mm-hmm. and starting the business so initially, I would hear their idea. Okay. My wheels would get to turn it, right? Mm. So remember, I talked about execution. Yeah. Like I can get an idea, formulate a plan, mm-hmm. and know how to execute. Then I would go to that person. I would voluntarily put together this whole plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would come to them, and I'm like, man, you know what we talked about the other day yeah. when you were talking about this business idea? Man, look. You could do this. You could start here. Right. You could go here. Then we could do this together. You know, and I would... Just incorporate myself right, yes, and <laughs> come up with this whole launch plan, yeah. not realizing that mm-hmm. I wasn't meeting people where they were. Right. Like, it may have just been an idea, but maybe they weren't ready to move that idea mm-hmm. from, from that point to concept to right. reality. Right. So I had to back up and I said, okay, from now on, when people ask, mm-hmm. you know, I would tell them, Hey, if you ever want to know how to move your idea from concept to reality, Mm -hmm. let me know. By the way, when you get a chance, check out the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast. Right. So therefore, instead of me trying to force it on them, 
they can sit back and absorb yeah. the content because this is who I am. Right. And if they decide that they want to move from concept to reality, mm -hmm. then they'll reach out to me. Right. That's why I said in the beginning, I had to stop trying to force feed people, start a business, start a business, start a business, just because they expressed an idea with me. Right. That doesn't mean that they're ready to execute. Right. And also to finding a way to help people when they're ready, how to move that idea from concept to reality, building behind the scenes without feeling like the pressure of feeling like they have to spend a lot of money to do okay. it. So, so, so th that's a great way to, 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 to just jump into my next question. When you are faced with that, person who is you know one foot in the other foot you know i'm not so sure if i want to jump in all 110 percent mm. but the idea is there you see the commitment in that person you see the passion in that person how do you look at that person analyze them or analyze whatever the situation is and pull out or find whatever that 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 challenge is that blocker that that hard stop how do you analyze that how do you find out what is stopping this person without making them feel like, oh, man, he's 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 digging or he's pushing mm -hmm. because that right there is a fine line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> man, these are all good questions. Man. <laughs> so honestly, I just think about myself and my struggles. OK. And I try to remain humble okay. in the process. So I think about how would this make me feel if someone asked me mm. this question? How gotcha. would I want them to approach me? Mm. Like, would I want them to, like, really just dig deep? Or would I want them to ask a number of surface questions mm. that will give that deeper answer? And a lot of sometimes it's not even about giving an answer right then and there on the spot. Right. Sometimes it's just about asking you the right questions mm. to jog your memory. Let it just marinate a little bit. To yeah. where you go home or you're driving home or where or you get off the phone or whatever mm -hmm. and you start and you know the answer to my mm -hmm. question. Yep. But I can tell by the way you're answering the question if you want to give me that mm. or if you want to take that home with you. Okay. So I base that on what energy you give me because if you respond like, okay, you dig in too deep, mm. I digress. Mm. because I know when you get home, you've already answered your own question in your head in that moment, but you're probably not comfortable or willing to be vulnerable in that moment to share it. Right. So I move on because okay. I know you're ready to answer your own question. Right. But it's just because nobody ever challenged you or possibly never challenged you to think about that. Mm -hmm. On the flip side of that, you are vulnerable, you are comfortable in the moment, and you give that answer. Mm -hmm. So once you give that answer, then it's talking about ways to potentially overcome that challenge okay uh, walk me t through i'm a client mm -hmm. i'm ready i got my idea whatever that idea may be you know i'm committed i, I, I guess the, the financial piece I'm, I'm just ready to jump into your program mm -hmm. what does that look like on the day-to-day -day? will i you know, have one-on-one -on -one with you on a weekly basis, monthly basis. You know, will you give me homework to do? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is, is, is there a progress report? Uh, what are the different milestones? So just walk me through your services. Okay. So, so good question. As of right now, mm -hmm. there are no services. Okay. That will come in the future. Okay. But it's not here right now because a lot of times, you know, especially over the last two years, man, there's been so many yeah, programs yeah. Yep. and everyone courses is, is a life coach. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I want to build trust and credibility first. Mm -hmm. That's the first step. Yeah. You know, when I was talking about my career in financial services, I had to build that trust. Mm -hmm. I had to build character. I had to build credibility. Mm -hmm. 
to show people that not only did I have the information, but I was ready to execute on it and be consistent with the execution. Right, right. So that's what I'm doing now. So there's two things that are out there, right? Mm -hmm. There are two products. The first product is just a, it's a free guide okay. on how to overcome the fear of starting your business okay. while still focusing on your job and your family, mm -hmm. but moving your idea, your business idea from concept to reality. And it tells you everything that you can do behind the scenes without the pressure of social media, without the pressure mm -hmm. of marketing. It's everything that you can do on your time, on your schedule, behind the scenes that you don't have to talk to anybody about, wow. which is phase one. And then phase two is the execution of all of everything else that comes after that. So okay. it's like a phased approach. And that's free. Oh, man. <laughs> now, the second product mm -hmm. is about a business health check, a.k.a. quality assurance. Okay. You and I both know during the pandemic, quality assurance or, excuse me, customer service yeah. actually just tanked. Yep. You know, there was not a lot of pride in jobs. You know, a lot of people didn't care, at least in my opinion, mm -hmm. didn't care about providing the best customer service, mm -hmm. quality product in every industry. Yeah. Like it really suffered across multiple industries. Yeah. And I said, OK, you can make money in your business, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you have a healthy business. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm not going to name a specific industry or not industry, but chain or restaurant. Mm -hmm. But if you go to a restaurant that you normally go to that's well known, you go because it's convenient. Yep. It's inexpensive and it's considered fast, mm -hmm. right? But just because they're making money doesn't mean they have a healthy business. No, I agree. Because when you look at their internal process, ex external or internal process when it comes to their customer service, the employees wearing uniforms like they're supposed mm -hmm. to, giving the customers the undivided attention, making sure that they're accurately taking their order, mm -hmm. um, clean restaurant if I didn't mention that. Yep. The behind-the-scenes process, if things are being cooked properly, if it's being cooked to temperature, mm -hmm. if they're throwing away products after a certain hour because the shelf life has expired. Mm -hmm. you know, So there's a product out there, out there with that, but that's because I, in financial services, I spent 10-plus years yeah, yeah. in quality assurance and risk and control mm -hmm. in multiple departments. I mean, human resources, wealth management, um, customer service, mm -hmm. compliance, multiple roles. So I have a lot of experience in this, but... It's up to the business owners, the solopreneurs, the entrepreneurs, right. the small businesses, the medium right. businesses, the corporations, if they want to invest in a business health check, that right. quality assurance part of their business to say, because if you have a business, Hassan, mm -hmm. and you're offering a product and somebody moves in right around the corner yeah. and offers the same product, yep. what's going to separate them from you? Customer service and quality assurance. I mean, exactly. that's, that's, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. How many <laughs> hotels do you have on one street? You do. Tons. But that one hotel that offers you, it, it could be the same price, $99 yeah. at each hotel. Mm -hmm. But that hotel that gives you that experience from the time you pull in the parking lot to the time you leave, that's the one that you're yeah. going to remember because they have a healthy business. Mm -hmm. So I know you mentioned trust as far as separ separating yourself from you know the rest, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, there are podcasts out there that people, you know, they talk about the, the same thing, whether it be career coaching or whether it may be like, like you said, trust is huge. Mm -hmm. What else sets you apart from the rest? So I know a couple of things, but, but like, go ahead. <laughs> you know, man, that's a great question. 
I just try to maintain transparency, mm-hmm. consistency, mm-hmm. and stay true to who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you an example. If people are driven off of likes and comments and they're not getting those likes or comments, they stop. Yeah. Yep. But I had to realize that if I'm true, being true to me and true to myself to stay consistent with what, what I'm doing because I believe in what I'm doing. Yeah, right. And they say, and I've been told, if you build it, they will come. Mm-hmm. Right now, everything that I'm doing is from the support of my wife. Mm-hmm. Obviously, God is blessing the whole thing. Right, right. But it's coming from the support of my wife and myself pushing through mm-hmm. the support of my friends who have given me positive words and mm-hmm. encouragement along the way. But financially, yeah, it's my wife and I. Yeah. You know, nobody's coming in the door saying, hey, we want to... Uh, we want to donate. Okay. We want to help out. We want Sponsored, to support. Is, yeah, is that, yeah, that okay. type of stuff. So it's like, hey, I have to believe in me first. Mm. I have to believe in left first. Let's evolve for tomorrow. So mm. how can I push let's evolve for tomorrow if I'm not evolving for tomorrow, if right. I'm not preparing today for tomorrow? Okay. Well, per- so with that, mm-hmm. explain to us a couple of things as far as how, how you have evolved recently since you took on this journey. <laughs> Ooh, man. Um, Just two things. No, no, this is good. Uh, I would say the first thing is when I first started this journey six months ago, I was, my first thought was, oh, I'm going to go into government contracting. Yeah. Right? Okay. But I realized that after I went down that path, Mm -hmm. I'm going to share a story with you. I went down the path of government contracting thinking that that's what I wanted to do mm. again, not operating in my gift. Okay. Because I was, I conditioned myself to work in my, my passion and not my gift. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that, Oh, everything I did when I was at in financial services, I could take one of those skills and just offer it to the government. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just take Which, one that I can do. Anybody would. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it makes sense. It's, it's like, yeah. but I wasn't great at it. I was good. Right. But I wasn't great. Okay. So I, I had it, the whole structure set up to start. I mean, I got registered with the different entities that I needed to register uh-huh. with in order to offer services to the government. And I put in my first bid and I got a call to actually pursue the opportunity. Okay. And I froze. Hmm. I froze because I'm like... I'm getting ready. I, I experienced anxiety in the moment because wow. I was getting ready to venture down a path mm-hmm. that I wasn't great at. I was good, but it's not where I was supposed to be. Right. It wasn't my destination. Mm. But I realized something. When I was at Chase, I was, you know, I moved up in my career by learning new things. You know, I was good enough yeah. to get to the next opportunity. Mm-hmm but I was never great until I got further along in my career. Okay. Right. In the beginning, it started off as, as long as I'm good enough, I can get to the next level. But towards the tail end of my career, the last five years, I'm like, okay, I need to focus on being great. Right. Right. And then when I realized that and I decided to, to step away, I had to sit myself down and say, okay, Tyrone, what are you doing? 
And I realized that the process was teaching me what I needed to do. I had to pull back the layers right. of just focused on promotion and money yeah. and actually focus on being great, operating with excellence. Mm -hmm. So I had to really sit back and continue the process. I said, okay, I can't give up. Tyrone, what's your gift? What are you always talking to people about? Naturally. Yeah. What were you talking to people about before you started that job in financial services? Oh, wow. I was talking about entrepreneurship. Yeah. When I was a manager at Taco Bell, I started a lawn care service. Right. I was trying to start a, a, a penny store. There was mm -hmm. a lot of things that I tried to do before starting in financial services. So I had to go back to the roots. Mm -hmm. And when I went back to the roots, it was entrepreneurship. Right. So maybe I should ask this in the beginning, but when you talk about going back to the roots, where where did you experience like that first taste of entrepreneurship? Was it a family member who who, who owned their own business? Uh, you know, friend? Like, how, how did you discover entrepreneurship? You know, I. Or was it just a I feeling could, that I want my own? It was a feeling. Okay. It was a okay. feeling. I was working at, in fast food. I was hot. I was sweating. <laughs> and because of that. You know, I have a, um, mm -hmm. a little bit of psoriasis. Okay. So whenever, you know, I'm really hot, that psoriasis flares up. Yeah, yeah, right. And it would always cause a flare up. And I'm like, man, I, I'm making good money, mm -hmm. but I need to be able to start my own thing so I can yeah. really position my, put myself in a position where I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. Not realizing that going into landscaping was going to put me in <laughs> hot conditions again. Right, right. But I wasn't thinking about that. Right. And, you know, I don't knock anyone for doing that right, because, right. because I did it. And I encourage people to do it. Right. But I went into landscaping. Dude, I had an Isuzu Rodeo. <laughs> I went to a flea market and bought a wheelbarrow, some shovels. Okay. An old lawnmower for $20, <laughs> a couple of rakes. Right. And I would put it in back of my SUV and went around after I got off of work. Okay. You know, as a manager in fast food. And I'm like, okay, as a manager, I've learned policy and procedure and leadership and structure. Mm. And I'm like, I can do this. Right. So I, I implemented a lot, half of those things mm -hmm. when I started the lawn care business. But I ran into a challenge. My challenge was I don't know how to work 50, 55 hours a week and mm -hmm. still have my lawn care business on the side. Yeah. So I quit. Right. And I just started to use that equipment for my lawn. Yeah, your own lawn. Because I didn't know how to pivot. I didn't know who to, I, I didn't have anyone to call to say, hey, how do I pivot? Okay. When I'm facing adversity, how do you pivot when you're facing this challenge? I had no one to call, so it was like, oh, okay, well, just quit and move on. Right. Just like a job. You don't like it, quit and move on. At yeah. least that was my mentality when I was younger. Mm. Yeah. Who do you call on now to pivot when you face adversity or challenges with left? So I lean on people that understand. Okay. The people that are in my life, mm -hmm. I'll say there are two people in my circle mm -hmm. three now okay <laughs> that understand and it's not a knock against you no, no 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 but I, like I get it. obviously you because mm -hmm. we've been on we, this we did this for a this while entrepreneurship <laughs> path for a long time right um Dinell, i reach mm -hmm. out to him because he's an entrepreneur yep. a successful entrepreneur he mm -hmm. has been for a long time yeah so he's definitely seasoned um b mm -hmm. because you know he started yeah. his path so them and I talk with my wife. Yeah. 
you know, she's my, my number one cheerleader, yeah, my supporter. Is, yeah. <laughs> I definitely talk to her. I actually talk with her first. Yeah, right. And if she's not available, then I lean on my circle. Yeah. And I pray about it. Mm. And sometimes, you know, I'm not going to lie, YouTube University. Yeah, yeah. Comes in handy. <laughs> it does, it yeah. does. And, and you know what, man? Even though there, there's the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast, mm. I also have to give credit to the Social Proof podcast. Okay. Because I watch that podcast often. Okay. And I get a lot of gems yes. from that podcast as well. Very inspiring. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the guy that, the host, David Shans, mm-hmm. you know, I see a lot of myself in him. Okay. And because of that, I'm like, man, I'm going to be there one day mm-hmm. because we're very similar in our family morals and standards mm-hmm. when it comes to our... Um, Spiritual walk, right. when it comes to our family, right. when it comes to our business, the way we see entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and that right there is like, okay, that's where I'll be. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I give credit where credit is due. Okay. Yeah. Well, there it is, T. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. So I know you talked about um, your wife being mm-hmm. your biggest cheerleader. How has she sort of adjusted or what adjustments has she made or sacrifices? Because I know time is, 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 is the biggest thing right there mm-hmm. um, as we both try to, you know, let balance out the family, the work life, you know, our entrepreneurships. How is it for you? How? Man. OK, so this is where I'm truly being vulnerable. OK, OK. <laughs> so I spent 16 years in mm-hmm. financial services. Right. And I was ready. I said, at one point in my life, Mm -hmm. before I get older, before I get tired, before I don't have the same energy, before I don't have the same momentum, I need to bet on me, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. Mm, I like that. Bet on you. And I said, I've never spent, because I had kids at such an early age, Mm -hmm. at 18, I never had an opportunity to just focus on me, Mm -hmm. especially when I gained some some knowledge and courage to actually step out on my own. At that point in time, my priorities had to shift. Yeah. And I said, okay, one day I got the vision Mm -hmm. and I'm going to, you know, I do believe in God, you know, I will express that, but he gave me the vision. Like it's time for you to focus on you. Okay. And how did you feel in, in in that moment? Like, dude, I was scared. Okay. I was, I was excited. Like, okay, cool. (laughs) Thanks for the permission. (laughs) Right, 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 right. And was that message received through prayer or was it just signs that you picked up on? Both. Okay. Like, to the point where, I, and I can be honest, the foundation, I'll say this, the company that I work for raised me. Right, yeah, yeah. In terms of professionalism. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it was like my university. Yeah. So, I can appreciate everything I learned yes. while I was there. But the more I started to move in my, the last couple of years mm-hmm. of my career, I started to feel sick to my stomach to oh, the point man. where... When I pulled up to the building, because the memory of where I was at and thinking about what I did to move up. And what I mean by that is Mm -hmm. the sacrifices I had to make when it came to working second shift and not being there, you know, with my wife to help put the kids to bed and stuff like that. You know, thinking about all of that, thinking about I wasn't my natural self. Mm -hmm. I wasn't me. Mm -hmm. I had to create this person in that environment right. in order to excel in my career. Right. And I'm like, I no longer want to do that. And I felt that the intensity of it every time I walked in the building 
And one day I was just sitting there and I just, I stopped in my car and I prayed. And I just, and I, I sat in the parking lot and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Right. And I prayed and it was like, okay, it's time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, God, what do you mean it's time? Mm-hmm. He said, you know what I mean by that. What you've right. been wanting to do for a long right, right, time. Right, 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 okay. Don't play dumb. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, I got that part, but how am I supposed to do it? Yeah. He said, you've been saving for years. Mm-hmm. That's your money. Yeah. Use it. Yep. So I went to my wife. Okay. Yeah, we get to that part, right? I had to give you the backstory. <laughs> right, 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 right. So we get to that part. Lord, give me a uh, a playbook on how to, you know, right. have this conversation with her. <laughs> how to communicate. Yeah, how life. to communicate because this this, I need it now. <laughs> but when I first brought it to her, uh-huh. one thing I can say about my wife is she's always been the, it's funny because I've been in risk and control. <laughs> right. But it's something about our wives, man. Yeah. Their, their risk assessment is completely different. <laughs> At least mine. You know, no, no, you know, we get an idea. We're ready to, to run with it. But then she's able. she was able to ask me those more important questions. Right. But the difference this time is I've come to her with plenty of ideas. Right. And she'll ask me these questions. And I'll be like, oh, you don't support me. Right, 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 right. right. Or I'll be back. Right. You know, so we get those I'm answers. Like, <laughs> but I realized that it was she was supporting me. Right. The whole time. She was secure. She was also, also secure. Yeah. Questions that legitimate questions that mm-hmm. I needed to have an answer to. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about was my vision. Yep. So I had to humble myself in that regard. Mm. And once I find it, again, that pivot, let's evolve for tomorrow. Uh-huh. I had to learn how to be a better me right. today so I can implement it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And once I finally got to that point, I said, okay, I got to talk to you about something. Okay. I told her that I prayed about it, what I wanted to do. I had been talking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. And initially, she was like, I don't know about that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it took about an extra two months. Okay. But I was really getting to the point, man, where I was having anxiety. I felt like my brain was hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging, if I'm saying that right, out of my head. Okay. I could feel my brain pulsating. So you were getting physical sick. Right. Going in. Literally physically sick. Oh, wow. Because I kept doing something. That I didn't want to do, and it was I wasn't bringing my full self to work. Wow! And I'm like, by that time, it was I had built up this image that I no longer wanted to carry on, and I did it because I felt the need to please others and not myself. I felt the need to be in this in this position where I'm putting on because I don't have a degree. Where else am I going to go? What else am I going to do? And I said, if I believe and I got permission, yeah. I need to execute. Right. So the part that my wife was like, she said, well, what are we going to do financially? Yeah. And I said, well, we, I said, I've been saving for a long time. Right, right. You yep. know, you've been yep. saving, yep. I've been saving for years. Right. I said, I'm going to take that and give it to you. Mm-hmm. And you use that to pay the bills while, while I pursue my, my passion, my gift. Wow. And initially she was like, uh, well, you know, what about insurance and mm-hmm. what about mm-hmm. the bills? I said, you still work for time. Mm-hmm. You cover the insurance, take the savings, yeah. pay the bills while I'm doing this. And if it gets to the point where it starts to get low, if I have to, I'll go back to work. Right. It's okay because right. left is here to stay. Right. 
But it took that six months for me to figure out what I was doing yeah. and to figure out, follow the zigzag until the line became straight in terms of my thought process right, right. and execution and what I needed to do. And when I find it now that it's streamlined, mm -hmm. now that I have processes in place and procedures in place mm -hmm. and know exactly what to do and when to do it. Right. It, a few days ago, I can't, I went in the kitchen, man. I was hopping and skipping <laughs> around. My wife was like, what is wrong with you? I said, left is ready. Right. It's ready for me to, if I have to, mm -hmm. if God doesn't put something else in play financially, mm -hmm. because the stuff that I'm doing is not free. Right. Yeah. At all yeah. costs. Right. This facility, all That's of this stuff. It's a nice stuff. setup, man. This is professional. <laughs> it's good. Like, I, I walked in, and, you know, while we were talking before the, we started, yeah. I walked in, and I'm, I'm walking through this building, and I'm like, oh, man, he went all the way. Right. <laughs> Thanks, this, man. this is clean. I appreciate it. I, I, I love it, man. But, you know, I had to, again, build it, and they will come. Right. So it, yeah. took, some, it took some convincing, and she was like, okay, again, you know, our wives want security. Yep. That's their number one thing. And I had to realize her risk assessment mm -hmm. was the security yep. of our family, of family and our yeah. foundation. Well, she said, I don't want to miss a beat or nothing. <laughs> and I said, yep. but what, what was cool about it this time, mm -hmm. us, I said, okay. So I mapped out the entire plan. Everything. Everything. Financially, Everything. medical, mm -hmm. dental, bills, spending time with the family, mm -hmm. spending time with her. Date night, Sunday dinners, Friday night movie night, mm -hmm. all of that. Stuff. So and laid it all out. Laid it all out. Mm -hmm. And I said after that, I was like, "What other concerns do you have?" Because I want to make sure right. that your heart and your concerns mm -hmm. are fully addressed before we execute on this thing. Right. She said, "I need to pray about it." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she prayed on it, and she said. I'm not going to lie, I'm scared, mm -hmm. but I trust God and I trust you. Mm. So we, we set a date okay. and we executed. And everything that was promised has been spot on. Wow. And that's what led me to this point, man. Wow. Man, boy, I must say, from, from, from me watching, like, I had no idea, idea that you were becoming physically sick yeah. coming in, you know, to the office. I've experienced that with, you know, issues with some other employees to where it made you just not want to, you know, give your all. But man, physically sick. I think that was a clear sign yeah. right there that it was time to move on. And it's not to say that that move or that the execution of that is for everybody. No, you, right, right, right. Everybody has their own journey, mm -hmm. their own walk. But that plan was specifically designed for me. Okay. And to know that now that I have fully learned from all of my failures mm -hmm. and opportunities, I took all of that, yeah. combined it together. I said, okay, I got to remember every time I told my wife about, you know, a business idea she did the risk assessment. I failed because I didn't really think it all the way through. Okay. Financially, in terms of the family, mm. <clears throat> in terms of our spiritual walk, in terms of her and I spending time together, um, a full blown out plan. So this time being that it was given to me mm -hmm. through my spiritual walk, I was ready. So, so let me ask you this. And, and I know some of the li listeners may be, 
wondering this too. Do you have that plan available? That plan as in, or is it in your guide as far as conversation piece or like how to sit down and plan this out to give it to a significant other, you know, a family member who may be concerned, who may share finances or you may be caring for like, is, is, is that on a piece of paper or is, or is that within the guide? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, per- perfect. And that's again, but it's, it's in the guide, not the full plan. Right. Right. Okay. The beginning plan yeah, okay. on how to build it behind the scenes. Okay. Because in order for anybody to believe you, you first obviously have to believe in yourself. Right. But you have to execute and stay consistent because eventually, mm-hmm. like, it's like, hey, this is what I want to do, but it's not going to impact the job. It's not going to, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, stuff yeah, out there. Yeah. And then you start doing it behind the scenes before putting it out to the world. Gotcha. So then when you finally do go to your significant other mm-hmm. and say that you're ready to execute to the next phase or to the next level. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. You've already been so consistent behind the scenes. That it's a no-brainer that it's time to put it out right. to the world. Okay. Man, I like it. Thanks, <laughs> What's next for left? Man, that's a great question. So, you know, I told you right now, mm. it's a well oil machine. Right. Well oil machine in terms of I had time to... <laughs> Some people can probably relate to this, right? Uh-huh. For people who are into cars mm-hmm. or perfecting their craft it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is right. when you're doing something you're trying to figure out new techniques mm-hmm. new ways but you know you're sticking with your craft right, right? regardless of what it is so i'm going to use the example of a car mm-hmm. you have a car old school it doesn't start you're trying to figure out what's going on with the motor mm-hmm. the starter fuse fuses whatever the yeah. case is and then you continue to tinker with yeah, it yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. until you get it to where you want it to be mm-hmm. then once you get the internal part worked out then you start focusing on the interior mm-hmm. and the pain and all of that stuff well with the left the foundation is finally has finally cured okay the structure is finally up mm-hmm. the drywall is finally up okay and now it's time for the paint it's time for the pictures it's time for the furniture what i mean by that is I have finally, finally found my balance mm. and where my passion has met my gift. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship is my, my gift mm-hmm. combined with my passion because I get to sit down and talk about entrepreneurship mm-hmm. all the time, <laughs> right? And because the, the person sitting on the other side... Mm-hmm. They talk about they're doing the same, the same thing. thing. They're okay with having that conversation, right? Right. And they don't feel overwhelmed. Like, okay, when, when are we going to stop yeah, talking like about a, business? Right. <laughs> Let's get back to right, right, other right. stuff. Yeah. So there's that part. Also, too. I know exactly what to do and when to do it mm-hmm. in terms of the content that I'm putting out there. Okay. I know not to focus on likes and comments and shares. Right. I just need to focus on continuing to paint the walls, put the pictures up, put the furniture in there. And what I mean by that in translation is to put out the content Mm -hmm. to the world to establish and build that trust because the ultimate goal is for people to overcome the fear of moving their idea from concept to reality, Mm -hmm. giving them information from the podcast, from different entrepreneurs, from different walks of life, right? Nothing scripted in terms of their story. Because they're going to tell you 
what they want you to know. And mm-hmm. there are other people, other aspiring entrepreneurs out there who want to do the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. And the podcast is for that. It's also to continue to build the brand of left mm-hmm. and build the brand of the business owner that's coming on to the podcast. Right. And this is how we work together, right? That's how we evolve for tomorrow. Yeah. Not only that, being able to take, now this is where my, my passion co- mm-hmm. comes in. Quality assurance was my passion. Mm-hmm. And now I said, I can take that technique and give it to the world and say, hey, look, I know that you're building a business, but don't you want a healthy business? Because there's some businesses out here that are not functioning properly. Right. Right. They're potentially halfway doing things or they're not efficient. Right. When right. it comes to phone calls, customer service, returning emails, their operations, mm-hmm. their consistency, all of that stuff. Right. Their whole internal and external operations. Mm-hmm. And now that. I can take all of that knowledge and put concepts out there from different industries Mm -hmm. and just say, hey, whoever can feed off of this will feed off of it. And eventually I want to be able to take that and for small businesses and entrepreneurs to not think that they have to be in this large corporation to have a quality assurance program. You can be an entrepreneur. You can be a solopreneur. You can be a small business, medium business and implement that program. Mm -hmm. But right now, it's like, hey, here's a little bit of information with these clips that are put out there okay. on YouTube, on social media platforms that'll give you an idea mm-hmm. of how this should operate. And if that, if you feel like, okay, man, that's a good start. Mm-hmm. If you feel like there's more, then that's when you go for the yeah. quality assurance playbook that gives you all of that information. I mean, literally a breakdown from A to Z. So to your point, now that all of that is in the process and mm-hmm. working, and I have a solid plan of execution mm-hmm. and consistency, and it's re- repetitive. Mm-hmm. Now I can sit back and say, okay. Now, it's not to say let my foot off the gas. Right. Because my foot will still be on the gas. <laughs> but I know that I can now put more time and attention into okay. my family. Right. And to my wife. And to my friends. Because I'm now out of the incubator. Mm-hmm. I like and that. offer the oxygen. <laughs> right. Now I can breathe on my own. I'm, okay. st- I'm still a toddler. I'm still walking mm-hmm. in terms of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But my quality assurance knowledge, mm-hmm. I'm an adult. Right. But now I just got to take that and give it out to the world to help businesses and to help people. Okay. What's some, uh, some common themes that you've seen from the entrepreneurs who's been on the show? Things that you can take away from them? That 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 has helped you, or gave you that ah moment, that aha type moment was. Man, it's just knowing that we all had a humble beginning. Mm. Every single entrepreneur <laughs> from, you know, uh, CRB Lawn Service who mm-hmm. had to pull their lawnmower out of the back of their right, SUV right, when yep. they first started. I seen that episode. <laughs> you know, going into. Um, what is it, the Rochester Event Center that mm-hmm. had to go in and Ooh. take a, a rundown building mm-hmm. and gut the whole thing out and start all over. Right. You know, humble beginning. You have, let me see, the cosmetologist who came mm-hmm. on who was living out of her shop for eight months yeah. and doing hair, you know, and was willing to share yeah. that information. I actually sent that one to my sister. Yeah, because one, I mean, that was great. It was a good one. Yeah, one's desire beauty. Yep. You know, so just thinking about all of those stories. I mean, there are more stories, but those are the ones that I'm thinking of. You know, off the top of my head, just a few examples mm-hmm. 
of they all started somewhere. They yeah. all had to grind yeah. and struggle in the beginning and to look at where they are now. One's desire in California, three extra income, you know, has a shop doing very well. Now wow. she's traveling all over oh my, wow. and holding workshops, teaching others how to do exactly what she does. Yeah. You know, now you have the event center that took two years to build, mm -hmm. but they're open this month. They had mm -hmm. the grand opening this month. Wow. You know, again, a Rochester Event Center. And then, you know, with CRB Lawn Service, to know that he transitioned from the lawnmower and back of the SUV to mm -hmm. the trailer and the lawnmower mm -hmm. and putting the social media out there and getting repetitive clients. Mm -hmm. Like, man, that's, that definitely inspired me. Mm -hmm. And wanting others on the show to share with other people yeah. that same story and that there are people out here that, that is not just showing the glitz and the glamour, but they actually show the humble beginning. They talk about the humble beginning right. where they started and where they are now because there are people listening that are thinking about it or just started and feeling, feeling a little down or insecure or discouraged about their process because they feel like it should be moving faster. Okay. It, it, what's uh, it, another thing that is question that popped up in my head when you uh, mentioned the family? What are some of the things, some of the feedback that you are getting from your kids? What are they saying? I mean, of course, they're watching you progress and they're watching you make moves. Right. What are they telling you? What, 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 what are they saying? What's their feelings? <laughs> what, 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 break it down to us. <clears throat> My girls, uh -huh. they're like, oh, that's cool, Dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay, okay. It, it's not to say they don't care. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's like when talking to talking about business with them, it's like it's boring. Like, oh, that's cool. And right, then they right, move on with life. Right. <laughs> but my boys. Uh-huh. My boys, man, it's they they take it in completely, mm. you know, just, just differently and on a different level. Yeah. But that's why I'm thankful that I'm in their lives. Okay. Because and I heard something a few days ago mm. on a podcast, man, that hit me. And the guy said, your children will do, they take in 10% of what you say, but they do 100% of Ooh. what you do, what wow. you show them. And mm. I was like, ooh, <laughs> man, that hit me, it hit me deep. Uh -huh. And I said, okay. Thankfully, I've been showing them mm -hmm. great habits, mm -hmm. but there are still some things that I need to work on right, because right, we're yeah. not perfect. Right, right, yep. But when he said that, I'm like, okay, I'm more mindful mm -hmm. and more intentional yeah. about what I show them as opposed to what I tell them. And I said that because my son, he started a lawn care business, mm -hmm. you know, Cameron. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I put, he was the first episode. Mm -hmm. And people were like, oh, this is a, a promo video, self-promo video. But again, I, I look past that because I know that it starts at home. Okay. Yeah. Man, How can is. I talk to somebody else about entrepreneurship when I'm not encouraging my own? Right. So right. when my kids come to me and they say they're ready to start, I'm going full execution. <laughs> right. Like we need to have this. We need to have right, that. Right. And right. That. Right. And Cameron, he jumped on his lawn care thing, man. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be more proud of him, dude. But wow. He actually took it in. He just took all the information and digested the information. Right. So now he'll come in the office. He's like, Dad, what are you working on? Mm -hmm. And I'll explain it to him. He was like, oh, that's smart. Or why would you do that? Uh -huh. Or have you thought about doing it like this? Wow. Look at him. Like, that's my boy. <laughs> it's paying off. There it is. Right? But, um, you know, they're definitely, 
more into it. That doesn't right. mean that the girls are discouraging. They're still encouraging. Right. They're just not into entrepreneurship, which is fine. Yeah, right. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's pretty much it. My son, he decided that he was like, Dad, I'm not going to go to college. Right. Mm-hmm. Fan. Mm-hmm. He just graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I was like, <laughs> okay, look. Breathe through it. Okay. I'm like, okay, we had this whole plan for you to go to college. Right. And he said, well, Dad, he said, I, I watched you. Mm. And I said, what do you mean by that? He okay. said, when you, you wanted to do everything you're doing now when you were younger, but you didn't get a chance to do it because wow. you had a family. Wow. And I said, he said, no offense, Dad, but I don't want to wait until I'm 40 mm. to do what you're doing. I'm excited for you. I'm proud of you. Wow. And you're definitely in full execution mode and right. successful. But I don't want to do that. Right. I want to start it first. And I said, you know what? I said, man, you're 17. You have a good head on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. You're very smart. You're very knowledgeable. Dude, I respect it. Whatever you need my help with, let me know. He said, because I don't want to go to school for something that I'm not going to pursue. Mm -hmm. Now, once I figure out what that thing is and I want to pursue it heavily, Mm I'll go back to school to complement whatever that thing is, right. but not go to school and then find something to complement what I went to school for. Yeah, right. I said, okay. I said, okay. There it is. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that was it, man. Okay. And um, like I said, with, with my wife, you know, she, I told you before, and I didn't tell you this earlier, but when she, she prayed about it, she was like, all right. Let's go. Yeah. You know, put the plan out there and she's been on board. Yeah. You know, there are times where I would put out content and mm-hmm. go to her and I'll be like, well, babe, what do you think about yeah, this? Yeah, right, right, right. And she'd be like, no, it's good. Mm-hmm. She's like, what do you think about it? Okay. That's what's most important. She said, because I could believe in it all day. But if you don't, then why are you doing this? Wow. She said, you know, you've been in quality assurance and successful and you did it 10 plus years. Yeah. Why are you questioning it now? Mm-hmm. Because when you were in it, you didn't in financial it. service, you didn't question it. You right. were 100% confident, but mm-hmm. now you're on your own. Now you're second guessing. Yeah. Don't do that. I said, baby, you're right. Wow. And ever since then, I said, you know what? Regardless of, again, likes, comments, shares, and mm-hmm. all of that, I know what I'm doing, and I need to put it out there to right. the world and stay in my lane and walk in it proudly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> question for you. When are we going to get a behind the scenes, a day in the life of left? You know, I'll give a behind the scenes when there's when there's a request for it. Okay. Because I don't want to assume that people want to know what things look like right. behind the scenes. Right, right. You know, because sometimes you put things out there and it's like, oh, people don't care about that. Right. But if someone's like, hey. We want to see how things actually function and operate behind the scenes of Let's Evolve for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'm going to because then that means that somebody's requesting it, which means they want it or they need it. Okay. Because they're on the same path or doing something similar and they want an idea on how to execute. Listeners, request it. <laughs> request it. <laughs> I didn't thought I didn't know you. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, man. Um, I think right there, uh, T, I, I have, I mean, you, you pretty much answered, you know, a lot of the questions that I had, you know, that I want to get out there. I mean, we hit on a few different points, a lot of points that I think, you know, I, I think your listeners, the audience will be very pleased with 
how you were open, vulnerable, and really shared, I'll, I'll call it, more about you, your experience, your life. You know, so that way when they when they are watching through the videos and wondering who is this guy and you know, I hate to say it, but what's his what's what's his background? You know, why is he a, a, a an authority piece in this area? Mm. I think you know, watching this episode right here will give them that reassurance. You know what? This is something somebody who we can get behind and they will want to work with moving forward. Right. Thanks. No, thank it's, you, man. It's, it's vulnerable, man, to really come out and put yourself out like that. But here we are. Absolutely, man. And I want to thank you for, honestly, the interview, the idea okay. <laughs> of interviewing me. Um, it's funny because our friend, you know, Jay, uh -huh. he actually said the same thing. But he said, he said it after you said it. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you know, Haas brought it up first. So <laughs> he beat you to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask him if you were. Right, 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 right. You know, I don't want him to think that. I didn't want him to interview me. But um, one thing that I do want to say, man, is thank you for the interview. You know, when you came Anytime. in, I didn't want it to be scripted per se. Right, right. You know, it was really wherever you feel the need to yeah. take it because you know my history. Yeah. You know my journey. Mm. You know where I've been. Mm. You know where I'm at. You know where I'm going. Mm. So as a friend, I wanted you to come in as a friend and as a brother, yeah. come in and and just and just and just go for it yeah. because I knew you would definitely pull the truth yeah. out of me. And yes, it was sure. it was put the notebook down. Yeah. You know, let's let's just chat Absolutely. like we always do. Yes, sir. You know, spend two three hours just chatting. That's it. And and we're both busy, man. And really, it was also an opportunity for us to really yeah get to, to, to sit kick back it, and to kick it again because you know we both have families yeah. and, and and wives. Yeah. And this was an opportunity to get my story out there. Yeah. And just for us to have a chance to kick it. Push this back. So, hey, I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime. Man, this was this was heavy, <laughs> but well needed. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys got a lot of information from it. If you do have any further questions or you feel like I didn't really explain things well, uh, please feel free to reach out, comment, whatever the case is. I enjoyed it again, episode 10. I'm excited, and I want to thank you all for supporting. Thank you all for tuning in to the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast. All of the support you've given, the comments, the feedback, yeah. and just enjoying the journey. But I want to thank you for joining the Let's Evolve for Tomorrow podcast, where we help aspiring, new, and existing entrepreneurs excel to the next level by inviting other aspiring, new, and existing entrepreneurs to the podcast where they can give knowledge and information on how to get to the next level. And we'll see you next time.